with our 40th program of this year. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being loyal listeners. And thank you, Podbean, for expanding our facilities. Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical and as I say every week, I welcome everyone with an attitude of gratitude. And recently, the Journal of Neuroscience said this, when you say thank you, do you really mean it or is it just politeness to which you give little attention? Neuroscientists have found that if you really feel it, when you say it, you'll be happier and healthier. Regular practice of expressing gratitude is not a new age fad, ladies and gentlemen. It's a facet of the human condition that reaps huge, true benefits to those who need it. Gratitude groups, people that practice gratitude, are more optimistic and positive about their lives than other groups. And the gratitude groups that practice it more physically active and reported fewer visits to their doctor. So ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you again. I, I appear every Tuesday, generally. I can see that for the last five years. And we're here to educate you into so that you are the CEO of your own body. And you have the right to ask questions and get answers before you allow anything to be done to it. And why, what are we talking about today? 
<clears throat> well, we're going to be talking about toxic chemicals. Why are we doing that? Well, because I saw an article and it was titled, How Toxic Chemicals Contribute to COVID-19 Deaths. And then I started reading it and I said, wow, this is something maybe we should just pre-talk about because we have talked about it in the past. Because the majority of people who are dying have 2.6 comorbidities. They have other things wrong with them besides their age. And these chronic diseases include obesity, diabetes, liver disease, kidney disease, cardiovascular disease, respiratory diseases, allergies, emphysema, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, and autoimmune diseases such as rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, Crohn's disease, and lupus. And what you know what all these diseases have in common? They have in common a disruption of the normal immune system function. And what does that result in? Inflammation and chronic inflammation drives the body to react with a heightened response to immune system insults. So that's why we're going to be talking about it. And we're going to be talking, and I'm going to start off talking about BPA. And we'll see how far we get with this program because there is so much I have uncovered this week, especially nail polish, cosmetics, Chick-fil-A even. It's going to be incredible. We'll see how much we get through and if necessary, we can we'll continue with the second program. So, is there a perfect murder? I don't know. Um, I was going to talk about, start off the program by talking about people who try to commit the perfect murder, but, you know, it'll never get pulled off. Of course, real life ain't the movies. Out here, they're killing folks all the time, and they're not getting caught. And I'm not talking about doctors being the third or fourth cause of, of death in the United States. We've been talking about that enough. What am I going to talk about? It's a chemical that's hiding in your food and drink right now. Millions of us are unknowingly ingesting it every day. And a new study just shows how slowly and quickly and secretly this is for killing us. So the crime is being solved. What is that secret ingredient? If you know anything at all about BPA, it's all about BPA-free labels on packages. I don't feel too reassured by that BPA-free label because BPA is a dangerous hormone-disrupting chemical still in a whole lot of stuff. Everything from canned foods to drink bottles to store receipts. It's probably your dental fillings and sealants also. You're basically getting dosed microscopically at every turn, slowly poisoning yourself over the years and myself. And another study tracked folks for 10 years, a decade. They found the more exposure you have, the higher your risk of an early exit. Folks with the highest levels of all were 49% more likely to be pushing up daisies compared with those with the lowest exposure. And it's not death by PPA, not directly anyway. 
BPA's not a middleman in this whole thing. It screws with your hormones and can jack up your risk of deadly chronic diseases. And that in turn can hasten your transformation into worm food. Be so blunt about it. As far as doctors are concerned, you died of diabetes, or you died of a heart problem, or you had that cancer, or any of the other disease or conditions that I've mentioned. But you know, they all could have been linked to BPA over the years. So we got to put a stop to this. That's why we're doing this program. Study a few years back found that a few simple changes in your home could cut your BPA levels in your body by 60% in just three days. So switch your food and drink from plastic to glass, stainless steel, cook in ceramics instead of these so-called microwave-safe containers. We're talking about microwaves in another program, right? And while you're at it, avoid canned and frozen foods that both are common sources of BPA. You'll never get down to zero exposure, so that's not the point. We just want to decrease our level so that our bodies can handle it. It's just in too many things right now. So how about BPA-free products? They were just replaced with BPS. And they don't, that doesn't do any different. BPS is the same as BPA. And you know, they give they give this chemical to volunteers to test them, and, and some of them already had type 2 diabetes. There are numerous animal studies that have linked BPA to type 2 diabetes. Then they went ahead and gave the chemical directly to Diabetics. So they gave us these, these these subjects drinks that were that had BPA. You know what? what happened after this study? The researchers detected an alarming change in how much insulin was released when they drank BPA added beverages. So what does that mean? That means that you have a heck of a risk of insulin resistance. This applies to type two diabetics. So that would, if they're, that means your body needs to pump out more and more insulin just to keep your blood sugars level. And with so many products out there, ladies and gentlemen, that are, they say they're BPA free, Think the issue is solved, but as I said, it, it is not. You know, BPA is still very much around. The only ban really was for baby bottles and sippy cups. And that was a few years ago. I think we all remember that. But you can encounter it in everyday routines. And the FDA, all the, after all of this, still says it's safe at current levels. That's this why you got to take this into your own hands. And we're going to talk about thermal receipts. I told you about canned foods. And one thing, do not store your leftovers. 
leftovers in plastic, store them in glass containers. Okay, so let's go. I have so much material, I hope I can get through this. Uh, what is an endocrine disruptor? So endocrine disruptors are chemicals known to interfere with the development and reproduction with development and reproduction, and they may cause serious neurologic and immune system effects. So I mean, just reading back, why would you want to drink from plastic? The disruptions occur because such chemicals mimic hormones in your body. Okay? That includes female sex hormone estrogen, male sex hormone androgen, that's testosterone also, and thyroid hormone. So these EDC, hey gentlemen, not ED now, this is EDC, endocrine disrupting chemical. They can block hormonal signals in your body and interfere with the way the hormones or receptors are made or controlled. You could alter your normal hormone levels. Or these chemicals could change the way the hormones travel through your body. Because the endocrine system is really a complex network and includes the regulation of many body functions and how we, how we mature. So the endocrine glands include the pituitary, thyroid, the adrenal glands, the thymus gland, the pancreas, where insulin is made, the ovaries, the testicles, and these. Glands, these hormonal glands, these endocrine glands release carefully measured amounts of hormones into the bloodstream that act as natural chemical messengers. And they control many of our life's functions. It's a precise mechanism. And if you alter it, you're playing with fire. And here we are altering it on a daily level with these endocrine disruptive chemicals. These endocrine disruptors have been linked to cancer, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and war. I will tell you right from the get-go that children and pregnant women are at the most risk. And why? Because the damage may not show up in these decades. Living experiment here. Almost like when uh, women were taking death uh, diethylstilesterol, PES, that was an estrogen product that was given to pregnant women so they wouldn't so would prevent a miscarriage. Well, that, that turned out to be incredibly dangerous and caused problems with reproductive development and vaginal cancer that appeared after puberty. It was given before birth and the effects occurred in the children after puberty. So, this is a really important subject because it affects our endocrine system, affects our immunity, makes us susceptible to chronic diseases. And in the United States now, it's, it's estimated that 60% of Americans have some form of chronic disease. 60%. This is a lot, so.
I think most of you know, glands do, like the pituitary ties everything together and drives the endocrine system. But the, tuit, uh, the hypothalamus, I mean, pituitary gland itself receives signals from the hypothalamus and it distributes these actions to other endocrine glands. Library gland, you know, is critical to a healthy development matur and maturation of humans, but and very importantly, it does regulate metabolism. And the adrenal glands is made up of two parts. They produce hormones in response to stress. They also regulate blood pressure, sugar metabolism, and your salt water balance. And that pancreas, which we're hearing a lot about anymore, that, that makes insulin, which lowers your blood sugar, and glucagon, which increases your blood sugar. So the combination of the two keep your glucose or sugar. And your, your reproductive organs in men are called testes, the female organs are called ovaries. They both produce steroids that affect growth and development, and they have lots of other effects. So these endocrine disruptors affect all of these glands. So uh, before I forget about it, there's a website called Environmental Working Group, WG. EWG.org is fantastic for finding out what the best products are as far as soap, shampoos, nail polish, where to get the best water, etc. It's a fantastic group that hard to keep us safe. You know, you know, this it's gotten so bad that now these hormone disruptors are even found in the trash and in dust. Believe that? Those dust bunnies you see around are not so harmless anymore. All right, so let me just give you a list, of one of many lists I'm gonna give you. Where you can find these endocrine disruptors. Number one, which people don't think about, is the receipts you get. The thermal ones. They contain BPA. And BPA is more closely associated with estrogen. As been as BPA has been associated with breast cancer, reproductive problems, obesity, and heart disease. And it's even been blamed for early onset of puberty. So you get a thermal receipt. Do not touch it with damp hands because you'll, you'll be absorbing BPA, which is going to act like estrogen in the body. And when you see in your pantry cans of chili, soup, beans, tuna, etc., like the receipts, many of these cans are lined with plastic, which contains it's a big warning sign on the environmental working site. Not stick pans. Maybe it, maybe it may make it easier to cook with. The, the, that breakfast will be less appetizing when you learn that it contains perfluorinated chemicals, or endocrine disruptors that are known to lead to high cholesterol. How about fruit? 
Fruits good to eat, right? Well, EWG says the fruit may be coated with pesticides. In fact, apples top the list along with strawberries in the dirty dozen list of produce that are exposed to pesticides. And these pesticides called organophosphates, they're not biodegradable. And they can negatively affect brain development, behavior, fertility. There's another one that's, that, that's even making headlines now, atrazine. This fact is becoming one of the more commonly used herbicides here in the United States. Linked to breast tumors, prostate inflammation in animals. And drinking water, if you don't filter it, you're probably asking for trouble because the EWG says your water could contain atrazine from runoffs. Remember I mentioned the dust bunnies? You see them maybe sometimes under your bed, huh? They could have chemicals that are related to fire retardants. You know what these fire retardant chemicals mimic? Thyroid hormone. And there's an epidemic of subclinical hypothyroidism right now. I think they're really astute diagnosis. People's cholesterol is high, not because of their diet or cholesterol problem, but maybe because of a thyroid problem. It could be due to these fire retardants and cleaning products, you know. Very, very toxic. The chemicals included in a lot of these cleaning products are linked to severe reproductive problems. Hey guys. This is your ED problem because it could shrink your testicles. Glycol ethers, once found in paints and brake fluids and cosmetics. And these fire retardants that are in our couches and sofas, maybe you won't feel so cozy in that, in that sofa when you get home. It is a minefield, a veritable minefield of endocrine disruptors. You want to go to EWG.org and see how to mitigate some of these in your life. You can get rid of all of them. But these, these endocrine disruptive chemicals like the BPA, like phthalate, and these, well, triclosan is, a, is something that used to be in hand sanitizers, and that's an endocrine disruptor. I, most hand sanitizers now do not have that, thank goodness. Okay. But so you're, you know, you're trying to keep your hands clean, but you're ruining the rest of your body. There's like 85,000 chemicals manufactured and used in the United States. 85,000. Isn't that a lot? And just not to scare you, but research that we looked at spanning 25 years, Implicated hormone disruptions, many problems. Besides the ones that I already told you about, we found neurological impacts, endometriosis, immune disorders, osteoporosis, and how about Parkinson's symptoms, prostate cancer, and thyroid disorder. 
85,000 chemicals working against us every day. Europe is doing a better job of than we are controlling these chemicals. So we really need some help. We need help from the government to control these chemicals. We need good chemical reform. That's something our politicians should be doing. Because for you to research all of this, it's really difficult. It seems unfair that busy families should have to go to extreme lengths just to be safe. So, just to refresh your memory here. Endocrine disruptors are chemicals that may interfere with the body's endocrine system and produce adverse developmental, reproductive, neurologic, and immune effects in humans and wildlife. European Union has more than twice the population but spends just $217 million a year on hormone disrupting chemical health care. We spend $340 340 billion is the number, is the amount that's they estimated that it costs the annual health care costs related to hormone disruption. So we, we spend 340 European Union spends 217 billion. And you know, we've talked about a lower IQ here in the United States, brain drain. A lot of it's coming from these endocrine disrupting chemicals. And you want a number? I think it's Americans have lost 13 million IQ points. I hope that gets your attention. Let me just see if anybody has a question here. Thank you guys for entering. If you have uh, something, I'll come back to the. Uh, and I hope I, I get, I'm going to give you information that you can access. It's medical news that you need. This is an important subject, and I don't see it covered too much. We cover a lot about immunity with COVID, how we have to have a strong immune system. And we'll talk more about this Saturday because Johnson and Johnson just stopped their uh, testing of uh, vaccines. So we, we may. Uh, have to rely on our immune system, which we have done for thousands of years, to get us to where we are. And we are, you know, Americans are just such a great risk of toxic exposure. And we spend a lot of money. And, and we really don't talk about flame retardants, do we? They can account for two thirds of that estimated. That's a lot of disease. That's a lot of chronic disease, and we're not the we're not the healthiest people in the United in the world, and we spend the most. I think we we uh, rank number thirty in the world, and number one in, in expenses. Flame retardants. You should take note of that today, and take note of the flame retardants, especially for your children. 11 to 13 million IQ points lost 
costing $268 billion a year. I mean, the numbers are fantastic. Somebody should be looking at this stuff. Talk about BPA and BPS and phthalates. That is phthalates, which is spelled P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. They're found in disposable water bottles, shower curtains, food packaging. You know, everybody's wearing gloves now. Vinyl gloves, food preparation, vinyl flooring, household cleaners, cosmetics, personal care products. And I can go on. Get the idea? The prevalence of these phthalates in personal care products is thought to be the reason why women tend to have higher levels of phthalates in their system than men. Furniture, upholstery, mattresses, wall coverings contain phthalates. Phthalates are inert ingredients in pesticides. And they, ladies and gentlemen, they're remarkably powerful hormone disruptors that have been linked to a wide array of adverse effects, including feminization of males, reduced IQ in children, birth defects, PCOS, polycystic ovary syndrome, female problems, earlier delayed puberty, miscarriage, preterm birth, neurodevelopmental delays, inattention, hyperactivity, and symptoms of autism, asthma, allergy, and respiratory problems. You know, for months and months now since this COVID hit, I've been talking about vitamin D levels, and that you don't want to be normal, you want to be optimal, and you want to be between 60 and 80 milligrams per deciliter, where your doctor will tell you anything about 30 is normal. Because people that have optimal levels of vitamin D either do not get COVID or they get it very mildly. Guess what? High levels of phthalates in your body are related to low vitamin D levels. The quote from the research is, Research has also linked higher levels of phthalates in your body to low vitamin D levels. So another reason to take vitamin D3 and K2. So if you're getting 35% of your calories from fast food, you're going to have a much higher level of phthalates and other hormone disruptors. And therefore you're gonna be sicker if you get 35% of your calories from fast food. The National Toxicology Program, NTP, says it is reasonably, phthalate that is, reasonably considered to be a human carcinogen. And yet, you know, we see it every day, right? A recent pilot study, not of pilots, but a trial study, found that cotton and polyester fabrics pick up both flame-retarding chemicals and phthalates from the indoor air, air. So when you wash this, your clothes, 
these chemicals enter the wastewater. And then what? The release into the environment. Gosh, I, I don't know about you, but down here in Florida, we, we see more pests. I've seen it more than ever. And it generates a ton of garbage, plastic garbage. Now you see your vegetables and meats individually sealed, polyethylene plastic. They say it extends the shelf life, but it don't extend human life. Individually stealing cucumbers and plastic extends shelf life for three to 14 days. These, these chemicals, especially these flexible plastics, are really hard to dispose of. You know, they replace simpler metal, paper, and glass containers. That was a little harder for them to do. And there's a whole economy of plastics we can get into. That's for All right, so talking about it. endocrine disruptive chemicals, EDCs. Not talking about ED, and it's 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 ubiquitous. It's every place. So we have to read the labels and avoid anything that says phthalates. Phthalates is P H T H A L A T E S. If you can remember it, look for D. As in David, B as in boy, P as in Papa. I give you an idea that phthalates are in there. Also, be wary, wary of anything listing a fragrance. Those fragrances include phthalates. Of course, you know, we want to protect the young. You want to make sure your baby's toys are BPA free, such as a fire, the TV breaks, anything your child is prone to suffer to. And especially, you know, you want to make sure, you know, think about plasticized books. So some people say it's advisable to avoid all plastic, especially the flexible plastics. And, and you probably want to uh, invest in some kind of filter. Anything is better than nothing. Because that would limit your exposure to that atrazine chemical. It's common in drinking water in the United States. And you know, fabric softeners and dryer sheets contain a mishmash of synthetic chemicals and fragrances that are toxic to your body. So if you can find fragrance-free products, like you'd be doing yourself and your family a, a load of good. Just one artificial fragrance can contain dozens of potentially toxic chemicals including phthalates. And, you know, it's, it's difficult. I'm not saying any of this is easy. But why don't shower curtains have phthalates? You know, maybe, I don't know what fabric uh, you would use in fabric or glass doors. Spear food and beverages in glass rather than plastic. 
it's more expensive to have organic toiletries. I know, you know, the organic toiletries like shampoo, toothpaste, any cosmetic. But so it was like Fram oil filters, pay me now or pay me later. It's sicker and you gotta spend a lot of money and lose time for work and, and enjoying life. That has a plus too. Might want to think about buying products and glass bottles rather than plastic ones. And of course, if you go on the internet, you'll find all kinds of uh, recipes for using natural cleaning products. You know, if you have time, you might want to think about that. And if you can, it's really not if you can. It's almost imperative that you avoid fast food restaurant fare on a regular basis. If you can eat locally grown, organic or whole foods, you will significantly limit your exposure, not only to the phthalates, but the BPA, and who knows what other chemicals. So well, we have a lot of people here. Thank you everybody for listening. I just and Barb and Frankie. Thank, thank you all. I really appreciate this. And I hope you all right, I'm going to um, just start with some, some other categories. Let you know how you can minimize these endocrine disruptors. Non-organic produce is laid with pesticides. non-organic produce. Avoid plastic bottles and consumer products made with petrochemicals. Remember the fragrance chemical and those thermal paper receipts at the grocery store. You want to filter your water. Those are the perchlorates and the atrazines and everything else. There's a lot of stuff in there. WG.org can tell you the purity of your water in your zip code. You know, we spend a lot of time in our house, either lying or cooking in things such as our couches, our carpeting, our, our cookware. There are hotbeds of EDC, endocrine disruptors. Air fresheners, candles, hand soaps, laundry detergents, tampons, and diapers. Please be careful. Many scented household products are plagued by undefined, quote unquote, fragrance chemicals that are allowed to be there. Because it's a blanket term to define more than 3,000 individual chemicals many of which are known as EDC. So if it says it's a fragrance, it could be one of 3,000, 3,000, ladies and gentlemen, individual chemicals. Hansoms, and they contain hormone-altering antibacterial chemicals. They will accumulate in your body. How about laundry detergent? Did you know they contain highly toxic chemical byproducts known as dioxins? 
dioxins by themselves possess their own hormone disrupting properties. You know, you can find dioxins in tampons and disposable baby products. Phytoestrogens. Heard that name before? They are plant estrogens. You know what a lot of people eat today? They don't realize they're in their body. soy is genetically modified. That's to start with. And it's doused in toxic herbicides like glyphosate. And I have a dear friend that has written a book on cancer. And he thinks a lot of it is from glyphosate. That we have to get that out of our systems. So soy and many of its derivatives are highly estrogenic. They contain these phytoestrogens. And they can mimic your natural estrogen and can lead to hormone disruption. And ladies, if you're going through menopause, your doctor wants you to take synthetic hormones like diethylsilvestrol. Some latest, some evidence suggests that drugs, these drugs can actually do the opposite. And some alternative, more natural practicing physicians now recommend bio-identical hormone replacement. You want to go as natural as possible. So, I just came back to the board and I see someone that I really enjoyed talking to a few weeks ago. And yes, sir, Don, I am doing just great because I feel that, again, we're bringing some information to the forefront that listeners generally don't get any other place. You don't hear this talk about. And as I started to begin the program, and and when I first mentioned about COVID, we don't have a strong immune system. Endocrine disruptive chemicals lead to inflammation, and 60% of Americans have chronic problems. We've got to get this stuff out of our out of our bodies. And I, you know, and I'm not going to get into this because we use Saturdays for COVID. And these these chemicals are pervasive, ladies and gentlemen. They are pervasive, and you have to act now. So let's just. Uh, just have a little bit of fun before the end of it. In the United States, Don, we have Chick-fil-A sandwiches. You know, ladies and gentlemen, Chick-fil-A sandwiches contain anti-foaming chemicals, lubricants, polishes, mold expulsion agents. I'm not going to read that. I'll just give you a, a brief rundown of what's in a Chick-fil-A. Monosodium glutamate, soybean oil. Let me just talk about soybean. Sodium aluminum phosphate. You know, aluminum cannot generally be, it goes to your brain, it can cause Alzheimer's. Aluminum is a poison. Aluminum and underarm deodorants is Ammonia sulfite. Sulfate, I'm sorry. Soy lecithin. Sodium benzoate. Polysorbate 80. Yellow dye number 5. Blue dye number 1. And potassium sorbate. Potassium sorbate is a preservative. 
you're going to be preserved right into the ground. They won't have to embalm you. It's only sorbate 80. Is it emulsifier? You know, it's been associated with weight gain, inflammation, and digestive problems. Yellow dye number five is associated with behavioral issues. Blue dye number one is one of the worst artificial dyes because it has been shown to cross the blood-brain barrier. May cause our children to be uh, overactive and hyper. But you know, it can also stunt children's growth. And when we do, you know, this, these can be detoxed. That's the that is a topic for another show. And then I found this really interesting: chemicals and nail polish. First of all, if anybody's taken Centrum, Centrum vitamins contain GMO food dyes and toxic chemicals. I'll leave it at that. You can you can look that up. So. The title of this article was Chemicals and Nail Polish Linked to Cancer, Autoimmunity, Obesity, and Hormone Disruption. So how, how popular is the Manny Petty? Really popular in Southwest Florida. You know, you walk into one of these places, which I have done, I, I can't take it. I would need a, a hazmat. And you know, our skin is the largest organ of our body and it is also the largest absorptive organ. So if you put anything on your skin, it penetrates its way into your circulation, into your, into your system, gets into every tissue. You know, there's formaldehyde in nail polishes. Pretty toxic stuff. Realize that formaldehyde sneaks into cosmetics, toothpaste, deodorants, hair care, and other personal products, including nail polish. It is classified as a human carcinogen, but it also induces changes in respiratory tract. Now, this was done in, in, in mice, but it induced asthmatic symptoms and early Alzheimer-like changes. That was from the Turkish Journal of Urology. They state also that formaldehyde can increase the cytotoxic, cytotoxic effects by compromising the intracellular balance of, of different proteins and DNA and so forth. It causes chronic inflammation and allergy reactions. That's the bottom line. There's toluene in nail polish. That's sweet stuff. Toluene, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the best studied neurotoxins. It has a severe impact on myelin, the myelin that is covering of the central nervous The myelin is a fatty tissue that engulfs nerve fibers. It's like the insulation on a wire. Can you imagine what the abuse of toluene can produce? Dibutyl phthalate, that's one of the phthalates. We already talked about that. It's a nail polish. Triphenyl phosphate. Maybe you, you 
don't have a phthalate in there and you put this in there, it does the same thing. Associated with type 2 diabetes, obesity, just by getting your nails done. And then, very importantly, there's the autoimmune infection. Compounds of nail polish have been linked to autoimmune diseases. And in the United States, autoimmune conditions afflict 50, at least 50 million Americans and constitute one of the top 10 leading causes of death in women. Crazy, huh? Crazy. Nail polish called N3 still contains toxic. So how do we, we have to, again, think about it and redefine how we're going to take care of ourselves. That's why we need, in this case, we do need the government and the legislators to approve the laws governing cosmetics and the 85,000 that are used here in the United States. I'm going to have a nice spa day, a personal day, and they, here you go, and they, they use chemicals which are endocrine disrupting. They have phthalate-laden chemicals that they're using on your body. Well, Don, I hope, um, I really appreciate your comments. Thank you so much. So I see one of your questions is, what's the best cure? And for pneumonia, no, pneumonia. In fact, I studied with the Hobart Ryman. Hobart Ryman was the find and first discovered viral pneumonia, mycoplasma pneumonia. Again, like everything else, if you get to the cause, the treatment is easy. Pneumonia can be caused by viruses, like toxic, cancer, bacteria, but you have to get to the splitter. You have an abscess, get the splitter out, the abscess is go away. You always have to look for the cause. If you know the cause, everything else just falls in place. Even cancer can fall in place. You get to the cause, you get to the root of it. Is it the glyphosate? Is it mercury? Is it all these other toxic chemicals that we are exposed to daily in our daily lives? So, um, our next podcast, I think, will really be good for me to talk about detoxification and the use of certain carbon-based products to bind these toxins up. The importance of drinking enough fresh, clear, clinical water. Half of your body weight in ounces in the United States. If you're 100 pounds, 50 ounces a day. If you're lucky enough to have access to a sauna, sweating out toxins is incredible. Absolutely incredible. So, Jerry, don't talk about COVID here because the time I talk about COVID, I get, I get censored. Uh, 
to just remove another one of my uh, videos about there is a pneumonia associated with but it has to do with uh, comorbidities and the inflammation that takes place, the cytokine storm. Now, anybody that knows physics knows about Boyle's Law. Well, Boyle's Law says that there's an inverse relationship between pressure and volume. You see how that worked out. A lot of pressure on the lung with ventilators and 95% of them die. So the pneumonia we're seeing, I think, with this China virus is due to filling up of the alveoli with fluid as a result of an inflammatory reaction. I think that's why the steroids won't work so good. Use steroids for gram-negative septicemia. Working great for this uh, problem. And I'm losing my voice today because I had a busy day. Sorry about that. But we'll make up for it on Thursday. So uh, that's Thursday. Let's talk about detox. And uh, I think that'll be good. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about BPA. BPAS was not, it's not, doesn't really make a difference because it's still BPA. Okay, it's still an endocrine disruptor. Guys, not ED, but EDC. Okay. And I want to thank everybody for listening. And these shows, these programs are on Alexa. They're on lots of different platforms. They're on Apple. And if you listen to this on Apple, you give me a thumbs up. I'd appreciate that. They're on a lot of different I actually enjoy doing these programs. I really do, and I enjoy answering any, any questions. Well, we'll answer some questions. Hopefully, Thursday, we can get another program in. Talk about detox of these endocrine disruptive chemicals. And then Saturday, we'll talk about how Sweden's doing again, how we're doing, how some new evidence today, today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, out, of, out of the CDC shows that mask wearers got more COVID than non-mask wearers. That was like a hundred some people. The CDC study found overwhelming majority of people getting coronavirus who wore masks. By the way, I'm also now on a platform called MeWe, M-E-W-E, where there's no censorship, just a free exchange of ideas, Doc Ron, Doc Ron on MeWe, if you care to follow me there. And I would also encourage you to follow Dr. Wong, he's a dear friend and colleague, and he's very prolific, he has great, uh, great information, he's a PhD in naturopath, so that's on MeWe. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. Here on Podbean, but this is where we do it live. And 
I appreciate all your nice comments. And I don't know what these little hearts are, but I want to find out. But thank you for those. And as I close every show, my dear friend Freddie, one heck of a musician, writes my, my songs for me. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, God willing, see you Thursday. We'll talk about detox. Have a great rest of your day. Hey everybody, thank you Ryan Spinach for the day. I hope you got some good with for the man and the city. It's all about the health, the man and the city. You got a lot more answers. So tune in next week. Hey everybody, thank you Ryan Spinach for the day. I hope you got some good with for the man and the city. And it's all about the health, the magic, the city, and level access. So tune in next week. Where's the doctor? Where's the doctor? Let the doctor Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and don't forget to follow me on the Podbean app. Love you all. Bye.